Hush, Ravia, Gurdon warned his wife. You'll wake the child. You'll scare him. He should be scared, Gurdon. I'm scared, Ravia replied, her voice on the verge of a sob. You know what people are saying. Executions, public burnings. No, Ravia. Gurdon slammed his fist down hard on the heavy table in the middle of the small room his family used as their kitchen. He had crafted the table with his own two hands, just as he had made the chairs around it, just as he had made the bed in the next room. Gurdon had even built the wooden walls around them and the thatch roof overhead. I will not be driven from my land, my home, by this madness. Ravia shook her head, and her voice was soft as she addressed her husband. Would you rather die, Gurdon, you and your son? The tainted blood runs in Terrell's veins, too. Gurdon didn't answer right away, but paced the floor of their tiny home. He was sick of having this argument with his wife night after night. He was angry with Ravia, with the world, even with himself. But more than that, he was afraid. Afraid she might be right. Part of him, however, refused to give in to her desire to flee. Those stories come from the north, from Amn. They are barbarians there. The Amnish would kill their neighbors for a handful of coins. They are just looking for any excuse. Rising from where she sat at the table, Ravia crossed the room and blocked the path of her husband's frantic pacing, forcing him to acknowledge her, forcing him to carefully weigh her words rather than dismiss them out of hand. Each week we hear more tales, husband. Each week we hear rumors from towns and villages that grow ever closer to our own land, not just Amn anymore. You know it is happening in Tether and Kalimshan now, too. You cannot ignore this, Gurdon. This town is not like that, Gurdon protested, reaching out and pulling his wife close to give her a reassuring hug. Though who he was trying to reassure, Gurdon could not truly say. They are simple farmers, like ourselves. Our neighbors would never harm us. We know them. Ravia made no reply. Uncomfortable with the oppressive silence, Gurdon continued to try and ease the fears of his wife. Anyway, they would never believe it if anyone told them. Nobody knows but us. Even Terrell does not know. In a soft whisper, Ravia replied, Maybe he should. Run. No questions, no answers. No hesitation, no explanation. Run. Just run. His father had drilled the lesson into Terrell's head every night for the past month. Terrell was only ten. He did not fully understand many of the words his father used. Persecution, lynching, genocide, legacy, Baal spawn. Terrell was old enough to understand what was most important in his father's words. If you see strangers at the farm, Terrell, you run. As fast and as far as you can, just run. Coming back from his chores in the field, Terrell heard them long before he saw them. Angry shouts of many voices carried far on the evening wind. 
The mob was marching straight through the fields, heedlessly trampling the crops of Terrell's father underfoot. Their torches blazed in the darkening gloom of evening twilight, bathing the crowd in an orange glow. They didn't seem to have noticed Terrell yet. Their attention was focused on the tiny farmhouse in the distance, not on the small figure barely visible in the darkness on the far side of the fields. But Terrell could see them, illuminated by the flames they held aloft. Even at this distance, the young boy recognized many of the men who periodically came to the farm to do business with his father.